Well, hey, Change Nation, and welcome to our podcast. If you're just tuning in for the first time, this is a community of do-gooders and world-benders who are crazy enough to believe that we can change the world with for-profit, for-purpose impact businesses. So listen in as we get to the bottom of how you can make a dollar and a difference as a social entrepreneur. Well, hey, folks, and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to one of my favorite songs there. I listen to that song every time, and I get inspired about what we're doing in Impact Business and how this movement is really transforming the way that business is done for good. You see, this is not a fad. This is not just some passing thing that says we can make a profit and live on purpose, that we can make a dollar and a difference. You know, there's such a thing as mission and margin, right? That's not just some trend. We are part of a movement that is shifting the way that business is done. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I'm going to be short and sweet here because something that I've seen a lot of you all struggling with, and a lot of you said this to me as I've I've emailed and, and communicated and had conversations with you that, you know, hey, Josh, this this idea of balancing, this balancing act between making a dollar and making a difference, that's the biggest challenge that I face. That's the biggest hang up. So we're going to talk about that today and and I'm hopefully going to inspire you with some good news. So let's just go ahead and break right in. I want to chat through that. I have just a few points I want to make here. Uh, let's see. I'll actually, I have a total of, I got my notes right here, have a total of five points that I want to make for you. All really striking at the core of this idea that that balancing act between dollar and a difference is a, is, a, is a real challenge. So I want to help you address that challenge. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. So here's point number one, and this is really going to be the biggest point that I'll make to you today. When you're out there and 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 you're struggling and you, you think that, you know, you just can't go on another day because balancing, trying to make a difference while making a dollar is just too challenging. Let this give you some comfort. The simple fact is there are an overwhelming number of statistics that are in your favor that says that you're doing the right thing. And let me go ahead and read just a few of them for you now. Now, I'm reading a lot of these from an article that I found on Virgin, and it is just an incredible article. And literally the title of it is Why Impactful Businesses Generate More Profit. And it has a lot of stats to back that up. Now, I want you to read that article. I'm going to put it in the show notes here so you can take a look at that. But But it's got a lot of stats to back it up. Now, let me just highlight a few of the key stats. I'd heard a lot of these before, but I just want to highlight these for you. And this is on Virgin, by the way. I mean, this is this is Richard Branson's website, magazine, all of the above. And and they're standing by these stats. So listen to these. 50 percent of consumers in 58 different countries said in a big survey that they would pay more for goods that make a difference that make a difference to the world, that are sustainable, that are environmentally conscious, that are caring for the people that are involved in making the product, right? 50% of people in 58 countries. Let's look at some other stats. Another statistic from a big survey called the Cone Survey says that this is a $1.2 trillion, that social entrepreneurship and impact business is a $1.2 trillion, with a T, $1.2 trillion opportunity for brands that make sustainability clear. In other words, communicate about your impact, communicate about your sustainability, and you're dipping into a $1.2 trillion pie. 75% of millennials, when looking at work that they want to pursue, jobs that they want to go after, they'll take a pay cut if they know that they can work for a cause-based company, if they know that they can work for a brand that talks about 
they're giving, that talks about how sustainable they are, that talks about how they're a socially conscious company, and then, by the way, puts their money where their mouth is. I mean, you got to be authentic with this. I'd hope that's an understatement by now, but it you gotta you got to be authentic. So let's just make that clear. Um, also, I'm in the United States, and so let's look at this statistic. Here in the United States, 84%, and this is from a statistic, let's see, where am I getting this? This is called, yeah, Engage for Good, a big study that they did. They say that here in the United States, 84% of people believe that business has a responsibility to bring social change about on important issues. Now, by the way, that's just behind the president, who 89% of the people say that the president has responsibility to this. 92% of the people say Congress has responsibility. But 84% of Americans, of people in the United States, believe that business has a responsibility to bring social change about on important issues. And you don't think that 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 is a big statistic for you when it comes to this balancing act between making a dollar and a difference? Well, I'm going to submit to you just based on that statistic that it's not a balancing act. It's an obligation for business because consumers are demanding it. And that's that's a call for us, right? I mean, that's that's a call to action. But it should also give you some hope. It should also give you some hope that this balancing act between a dollar and a difference that that you really have a lot of people demanding what you're doing, and that's only growing. This is only getting bigger and bigger and bigger and becoming more and more mainstream. Now, there's going to be a lot of challenges that we'll face with that. I mean, anytime something goes mainstream, you got to be a little worried about it. But I'm just making the point that the demand for what you're doing, it's only growing. It's only growing. All right, so let's talk about point. No- well, first of all, on point number one, along these statistics, I want to give you just a few examples of some companies you probably heard of. So let's just look at them. Warby Parker, it's one of my favorite companies. They've been in all the major business magazines. They were, I believe it was with Inc. Magazine. They were like the company of the year or something, but it was some big name magazine. They were the company of the year, right? Warby Parker has come in and just absolutely crushed it in the eyeglass industry. They've completely disrupted the way that it's done. Um, They have these amazing styles. They'll mail them to you. They'll mail several samples to you. You can try them out for free, pick the ones you want. You know, it's it's a great company. I, I wear their glasses. I am not just saying this when I say that I had the best brand experience I've ever had in my life with them. I have a little video on my site. You can take a look at that. I go through my glasses. I open the box, all of these things. But bottom line is an amazing brand experience, an incredible company that that is getting all kinds of recognition in some mainstream business circles. But they're also social entrepreneurs. For every pair of glasses they sell, they help empower somebody who is selling glasses in a developing country. Now, they're selling them in a way that the people there can afford to buy them. And they're selling them in a way that puts that person in business. Because Warby Parker really believes in creating a cycle of sustainability. And they've gotten a huge name for it. Harry's Razors is another company. Incidentally, it was started by a lot of people that were involved with Warby Parker. You know, so these companies, Etsy became a certified B Corp here in the United States. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of big, big names that are are joining this movement of social entrepreneurship. So take comfort in the fact that you're in great company and we've got lots of great examples leading the way. And, and we're really just linking arms with them and growing with them. So the next time you think that this balancing act is too tough, remember that there are major, major companies and amazing brands that are authentically doing this and are, are really charting a course that they're charting a path that you and I can walk down as well.
So just remember that, that, that there are a lot of people going the right way on this. Okay, so that was point one, talking about these statistics and some examples of some big companies that are doing this. Now, let's let's go ahead and, and talk more specifically about your situation, right? I mean, I know statistics are out there, and I just I, I, I want you to see that, but let's talk about what specifically, what can you do when you're struggling with that balancing act between making a dollar and a difference? All right, so point number two is start small, but start at the start. Okay, start small, but start at the start of your impact business. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, let me tell you a little story. There's a guy by the name of, of J.C. Penney, probably have heard that name, back I think in the late 1800s, turn of the century, something like that. You know, He was starting this, this little company, this little department store, dry goods store, however it started. I, I don't necessarily know all the details on that, but what I do know is that J.C. Penney, from day one with his business, he's a man of faith, from day one he tithed. He gave 10% of his income, day one, started doing it. Built that into the fabric of his business. Later on, you know, fast forward 30, 40 years down the road, J.C. Penney's a hugely successful man, has one of the most successful department stores in the country. And one of the things he said when he was interviewed one time was he said, you know, if I hadn't tithed on that first dollar I had made, I probably never would have tithed on my first million. I probably never would have tithed on my first 10 million. So what's the point? The point is the habit of giving is just that. It's a habit. And money only makes you more of what you already are. If you're naturally a giver and you're naturally weaving that into your business, then that's naturally going to grow as your money grows. If you're naturally not a giver and you don't weave that into the fabric of your business from day one, then money's not going to make you more of that automatically. Okay? So start giving from day one, even if it's just a few dollars. Start finding a way to make your business a sustainable and impactful business from day one. Now, I used giving money as an example, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the way you do it. And let me go ahead and let that uh, lead me into point three, because this is a big pet peeve of mine, is that a lot of social entrepreneurs out there, they think that giving a percentage of money or that they that they have to be, you know, like the buy one, give one, like Tom's shoes in order for them to be a social entrepreneur. That's bullcrap, you guys. That's bullcrap. You don't have to do that. And in fact... The best impact businesses are the ones that weave their social mission right into their business mission. In other words, the thing that they want to do for their business, they have this natural social mission that ties in. Now, let me give you a couple examples. Indusol, one of my favorite companies, they make these amazing sandals and flip-flops, and they do that in Indonesia, where they, they hire a lot of individuals who are very gifted in terms of their artistic talent. They, they pay them a fair wage. They honor the craft. They tell the story of these people, right? It's not, it's not just some random factory. I mean, they're, they're employing these people because of their skills, and they're, they're, paying them they're paying them more than adequately as a result, right? But into Seoul, what they do is they take junk tires, and they repurpose them into, soul, into the soles of their shoes, Okay, that's what Indusol does. They don't donate a percentage of their profits because they don't need to because they're making profits in a sustainable and impactful way. And that story is a big part of their brand. I mean, that's why people come back again and again and again. That's how they build a community of customers. Okay, so there's one example. Yellow Leaf Hammocks is another one. They go up into some artisanal communities that have been weaving hammocks for a long time, doing very well with that. Yellow Leaf is really just about getting that story. That those hammocks originally, they were just sent to the ocean communities there in that country. I believe it was Thailand. But Yellow Leaf Hammocks is really all about just taking those hammocks and bringing them to the world and telling the stories of these artisans that are making these hammocks and then getting them in the hands of people all over the world. 
Okay, but but that's what yellow leaf hammocks does. It is is it empowers and uplifts those people. Oliberte is a shoe company. I love them. Same kind of concept. They're out of Ethiopia, and they're out of Ethiopia because of the leather workers there. These guys are incredible that 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 make their shoes. Um, and again, they're they're paid very very well for what they do. They're honored for what they do. Their story is really uplifted. The story of the people of the Ethiopians who are who are crafting these shoes. That story is really the hallmark of what makes Oliberte a great company. I have tons of their shoes. I love it because I, I it's it's cool. You have a map of Ethiopia. Well, Addis, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but the main city in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. Um, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. But but bottom line, it has a, a cool map of Ethiopia on it, which features that city on the sole of the shoe. Well, I love that. But 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 again, that's woven into the fabric of their business. That is their social good. Is their business okay? So so that's what I want you to understand when you're trying to think about balancing this dollar and a difference. Don't think that you have to bet the farm and donate some percentage of your profits necessarily. It could be that the best fit for you is to to build that business, which by the way, I think that this is really where impact businesses are going. I think the best and strongest impact businesses are the ones that just weave their business mission into their social mission. They don't have this giving component because their giving component is their business mission. It's the people that they employ. It's it's the product that they create. It's the service that they offer. That's their social good, right? You can do that and you can do that from day one. So that's a way, you know, thinking about starting small, what are the ways that, that you can weave this into the fabric of who you are to really get started making that difference and making that dollar right away from day one. So that's that's a practical tip. That was that was point three. And I'll review these at the end. Okay. So point four is think about, and this is kind of along the lines of point three, think about the natural links that your business might have. In other words, I, I find that a lot of social entrepreneurs sometimes will will try to reinvent the wheel to figure out how to make the difference. Some of them even go so far as to try and create their own nonprofit to carry out their social mission. Once in a blue moon, I'll find some venture where that seems to make sense. But 98.9% of the time, it does not make sense to start your own nonprofit, okay? Find those natural, simple linkages. Think about what you do well as a business and how can you naturally link up with some kind of a social good. You know, if you haven't started doing that with the start of your business, that's okay. You're coming on board now and you want to do this. Okay. Think about some natural ways that what you're naturally doing for your business links up with some kind of a social good. Give you another example on that. Maddie, intimate apparel, uh, right out of my hometown of Kansas City. She sells these sustainable women's underwear, lingerie, right? Made out of bamboo, which is sustainable material, um, beautiful fabrics, beautiful designs, all of the above. Okay. That's what they do. Well, come to find out shortly after they started selling that in women's shelters, domestic violence shelters, underwear is one of the most underdonated items. But it's also, by the way, one of the items that women don't tend to have when they go into those shelters. Because when you go into a shelter, you're fleeing a situation very quickly. You're not going to run back and grab your underwear, right? So Maddie Intimate Apparel, already selling underwear, it made sense for them to start then donating uh, a certain percentage of, of their underwear. Uh, and they do it one for one, actually. Uh, they're donating that to domestic violence shelters, right? So that's a natural linkage that they found with their business that didn't really require them to reinvent the wheel, right? These nonprofits are operating, that kind of thing. So thinking about those natural linkages is a way to help you navigate this balancing act between making a dollar and making a difference. All right, let's go ahead. And this is my last point, number five. And I'm just going to kind of, with five, I'm, I'm really recapping what I mentioned in number one, but I, I want to drive it home. If you're feeling discouraged, and we all do, 
we we all get up and and I mean, man, it's tough as nails trying to run a traditional business. It's tough enough. We're trying to run an impact business. We have a business and a social mission, right? So that makes it even tougher for us. So what I want you to think about and to remember, if you ever feel discouraged around that, is just remember that the trends are really moving in our direction. I mean, I read you those <laughs> those massive stats at the beginning, right? People are demanding this. Major, major traditional companies are moving in this direction because they have to. And don't get me wrong, a lot of it's very genuine. But they're moving in this direction because in a lot of ways they have no other choice. Consumers are demanding it. The world is demanding that business do well and do good. And that's the wave that you're jumping into right now. So, you know, to some extent, we're riding that wave. And that doesn't mean that you don't have to still be diligent and, and that this isn't going to be, be tough as shit sometimes, because it is. But, but for me anyway, that just gives me a lot of hope to know that we are really on the ground floor of something that is only shooting up at this point. So just remember that if, if you do feel discouraged around it. So, all right, let's recap the points I made first. I just, I read those stats to you. I mean, I, I think that the biggest one, 50% of consumers in 58 different countries will pay more for goods that make a difference. I've seen stats that are even higher than that, especially when you just zero in on the United States and Canada and that kind of thing. Those stats get even higher. Okay. Number two, remember to start small, but start at the start. Okay. Start today. Today's the time to start. If you already started your company and you haven't had the social good woven in, that's okay. But think about ways to do that starting now. Okay? Start at the start. And then number three, kind of, you know, we dovetailed into that. Remember that your business mission should really be your social mission. And I gave you some examples of companies where they don't necessarily have a giving component. They just, their business mission is to empower and uplift communities that were formerly disadvantaged, downtrodden, neglected, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, point four, think about the natural links. What are the things you're naturally doing as part of your business mission that could help you link into a nonprofit or a giving mission very well? And then point five, coming back to point one, really, if you get discouraged, just remember that all these trends are moving in our favor. Our time is now. Our time's now. So don't forget that. Keep on fighting the good fight and keep us posted as you have questions out there. This is Josh with the Social Change Nation podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 